Welcome, everybody, back to round two of the official Muppet Madness Tournament podcast. I'm your host, Steve Swanson. And I'm not your host, but I'm J.D. Hansel. Oh, you're the co-host. Come on. I am? I get to be the co-host? You you earned yourself one more week. Yay! Hi, everyone. I'm your other host, your better host, J.D. Hansel. Oh, gosh. And here we are again to run down the results from round one of the Muppet Madness Tournament and to set up Yay! the game board... There it is. And to set up the game board for round two. So, first of all, let's make sure you know where to go. It's MuppetTournament.com. That's where you find all the rounds, all the votes. And for round two, we're going to make it a little bit more interesting. You can vote every four hours. So come back once you voted uh, four hours later and do it all over again. And we're going to go down which matches you can do that. Wait a minute, Steve. I just noticed... When did this tournament move from MuppetFans.com to MuppetTournament.com? Uh, when did well, that happen? Well, that's, uh, that's, uh, that, that's a whole thing we're not going to get into right now. But if you well, want to get in that touch like with... Just, was that just last week? Did you, did you just change it? No. Oh. No, I know. Here's what happened. What happened was we used to own the name, or rather I used to own the name MuppetMadness.com. And then there was a year that I wasn't doing the tournament, and I let the domain expire. Folks, never let your domains expire. Never. Especially when you get a cool one like MuppetMadness.com, which is all of like five bucks when I first bought it. And now that it's expired, if you go out and see how much it's worth, I'm not paying thousands of dollars to get it back. I am. But such is the power of the Muppet Madness tournament. But... It is at MuppetTournament.com. You can tweet the tournament at Muppets2018. Also find us on Facebook and Instagram right there. Again, Muppets2018. My email address, if you want to get in touch with me, is me, M-E, at MuppetCast.com. JD, where can we find you? You can find me at MuppetHub.com. My email address is me, M-E, at MuppetHub.com, because Steve and I like to confuse you. And you can also find me on Facebook at Facebook.com slash... Is it at Facebook.com slash Muppet Hub? It's supposed to be. It should be. It's definitely at MuppetHub.com slash Facebook, just like you'll find our Twitter feed at MuppetHub.com slash Twitter. And I think that's about it. I was going to say, I think that's all the housekeeping we have. So without any further ado, let's get into the results of round one. All right. So taking a look at the results of round one. Let's uh, let's start up in the left-hand side of the board like we did last week with the minor leagues. Let's start with Robin versus Emmett. My pick was Emmett, and I was wrong. And I was right. Actually, I was right on two accounts. First, I was right in predicting that Robin would win. And second, I was right in predicting how to spell Emmett's name. So I think I beat you twice, yeah, Steve. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, now I don't have to worry about it, do I? I'm going to hold you to this for the rest of your life, Steve. So yes, you okay. do. Okay. All right. Well, but I did spell it correctly on the Muppet Madness bracket, which you should have printed out from MuppetTournament.com this week, which several people did and tweeted a picture of their completed bracket. Those people are entered to win a special, super cool, one-of-a-kind prize that we're not telling you what it is yet, but we we do know what it is. We're just not, uh, we're not going to tell yet. I know what it is. I don't know if Steve knows what it is, seeing as how he's beating around the bush here, but I actually do know. Moving on to the second matchup in the minor leagues, let's take a look at Fizzgig versus Didymus. 
I believe I said Didymus was going to win, and I think I was right. Yep, you took me here. You got me. I was predicting the cuteness of Fizzgig. Being a little fuzzball would help him out, but what I forgot is that Didymus is just more interesting. Like well, what? What you forgot was this was the Dark Crystal you were voting for. No, I really don't think that's a big enough factor. There are too many people who think. swear by the Dark Crystal. I know you think it's obviously inferior to Labyrinth, but remember, the Dark Crystal made a lot more money. Well, okay, all right. Still looking forward to seeing uh, Labyrinth when it comes out in theaters. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be good. All right, uh, Uncle Matt versus Junior Gorg, Matt took this one and i uh, i didn't see any problem with that i thought that was going to be pretty easy and it turns out we were right on that yep wilkins and wonkins over yorick uh no surprise there yep scooter versus walter now this is one that i think there was a small but fervent uh fan base for walter unfortunately they just didn't have the votes. But I, I know people personally who really wanted Walter to advance in this tournament, maybe even take the tournament this year. Unfortunately, this was like, this was a blowout, right? It was pretty clear at a certain point that Walter just didn't have a chance. It was painful because I'm also one of the devout Walter followers, but uh, the Church of Walter just didn't, it didn't have what it needed this time. It just couldn't make it. No, no, this was, this was almost a, a 75-25 split, so... Not uh, not a whole lot of love for Walter here. Moving on to Gobo versus Doc and Sprocket. Uh, Gobo takes this one pretty easily, too. It's about 60-40 on that. I was really surprised by this one, honestly. I mean, it shouldn't have surprised me that much. I wasn't sure whether it would be Gobo or Doc and Sprocket. I'm just surprised that it became so clear so quickly that Gobo had a good lead on this. I mean, you predicted this one, Steve. I was predicting Doc and Sprocket would take it based on uh, Sprocket's previous performance, which has been excellent. So it's like, did Doc weigh Sprocket down? And if so... I think he weighed him down. How? Yeah. It's Doc. Who doesn't love Doc? I don't know. I guess we, there's just no room for humans in this year's uh, tournament. Not anymore. Nope, not anymore. Definitely. All right. Rolf versus Bunsen and Beaker. Rolf takes this one. I've I could have seen this going either way. I'm glad Rolf won because Rolf's my guy, but uh, kind of surprised. It, this was a this was almost a 60-40, a 57 to 43 percent total voting. So uh, this one was it wasn't quite split, but it it got a little close. Yeah, I wasn't. I'm not sure how to feel about this one because I predicted Bunsen and Beaker, expecting a lot of ca- uh, expecting a lot of casual fans to come, and. So far, that hasn't really, from what I've seen, that hasn't really happened this time. This has been uh, this year, maybe not in future years, but this year, it's been primarily driven by the really big Uber fans, the diehard fans, particularly, it seems, the fans who follow uh, the work that you and I do, Steve. So because of that, if I had known that that was the crowd we were going to get, I would have definitely stuck with Steve and predicted Ralph the Dog all the way. Um, but you got me again, Steve. Well, well but now you know the crowd. Now that I know the happens crowd. happens to be following us. So we'll see what the uh, predictions line up for round two. Anyways, the big kahuna for this round, for this side of it at least, for the brackets, is Kermit versus Animal. And I am really surprised that this wasn't more of a contest. This was a blowout for Kermit. Well, duh. <laughs> I'm sorry, but, well, duh. Is that your entire comment for that, uh, for that round is, well, duh? Of course it is, Steve. I mean, okay. well, duh. I, it wasn't as self-evident to me. That's that's all. It that's just, just it was, it's, 
when has Animal ever done well? Well, you would know. You've got all the numbers in front of you. I, I don't. But you I just, told I just me get to, to sit stop. here and crack you, wise. You actually, you have to deal with facts. I just get to be funny. You told me to stop all the clickety-clackety on my keyboard so you don't get to That's know true, numbers and facts this time. Oh, man. All right. Anyways, uh, let's go ahead and move over to the right side of the board, starting with Snuffy versus Telly. I really wanted Telly for this one, and <laughs> turns out I was, uh, I was wrong on that one. <laughs> this was the one that had me laughing. This was a huge blowout also. this Everybody wanted Snuffy, except me. This, me and probably three other people. I don't know. You, I'm shocked, Steve, that you are so devoted to Team Telly in this one. I would have seen you, like most people, as a Team Snuffy. Nearly everyone is Team Snuffy in the Muppet fan world. I guess so. It's just maybe maybe just my inner neuroticism took over and made me want to uh, to push Telly through. Any case, I was wrong there. You were right there. Let's look at Baby Bear versus Bear. This is another one that I really wanted Baby Bear, but uh, the crowd has spoken, and Bear from Bear in the Big Blue House moves forward. Another one. This Okay, this was the other one where I was laughing at you, because again, right, exactly. the numbers show so clearly that Bear, he kills. Bear kills. I mean, he is a bear. Bears do kill. Yeah. Quite often, he, yes. He is, he, yeah. So, yeah. I feel bad for Baby Bear, because it was Baby Bear's first time in the tournament, and I do think he's a good character. Um but, He's here and gone. Yeah. So the so now Telly and Baby Bear are together, just like you wanted, except they're together oh, in Loserland. Oh, that's ooh, yeah, that's true. That's true. All what right. did you think I was uh, going to say? I I had no idea. Hey, so just curious, mm-hmm. since you are the numbers guy, yeah, and you've kind of gone through all these matches and and seen, of course, we we both seen who's won and lost, but you're kind of keeping more track of how, who we predicted each of us last week on the podcast and uh, which one of us was right and which one was wrong and how many times and what's the final tally just curious of uh who was right more times on our predictions from last week Ooh, um as it so happens we were very 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 close oh yeah yeah you got yeah i got 16 out of the 24 correct not great but not terrible Ooh. Okay. Uh, that's the, well, there was only twenty four, so that's not sixteen. Is is not bad. two out of three? Ain't bad. Um, right. It's really really tough to predict things in round one, especially when you've got new characters. You exactly. right. actually got seventeen, Steve. Um, Ooh, meaning wow. you just beat me by a hair. I I just beat you by a hair, and the, the hair that I beat you by happens to be Bean Bunny. Yes, it ah! does. I love that. See what I did there? Yeah, I see what you did. It's funny. That's funny. Yeah, that, that's the JD and Steve magic, right? Yeah, there. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right. So I did. I did take Bean Bunny on this, and Bean Bunny won handily over Tutter. JD, what were you thinking? I was thinking that we as Muppet fans would be better than this. I was thinking mostly just that based on how well Bear does, that we had a lot of Bear in the Big Blue House fans who wanted to see more Bear in the Big Blue House representation. So I thought. Once we had Tutter in the mix, another great Bear in the Big Blue House character, and a character who's in many ways uh, funnier and stronger in terms of personality than Bear, because Bear has to be the host um, and has to be all friendly and level-headed, whereas Tutter does not have that responsibility, um, I I really thought the support for Tutter would come out. 
I was especially not sure, given the current Muppet political climate, for lack of a better term, how Bean Bunny was going to fare. Um, <laughs> Muppet political climate, okay. Well, okay, given the Whitmire dumpster fire, it was not clear how people were going to respond to Bean Bunny. And apparently... See, you and I disagree on that. I thought it was very clear, and, and apparently I was right, but... Yeah. I don't well, know, maybe, I, maybe Tutter can now they, go on international speaking tours and start speaking his mind in front of audiences now that now that nobody has to vote for him anymore. Now maybe we'll get the real Tutter. Basically, I think what we can say, based on this match alone, in which it was clear that Tutter should have won, is that there is an army of Bean Bunny fans that are going to make Bean the champion of the Muppet Madness Tournament. Oh, I can only dream. You are crazy, Steve. Oh, what, that would be... What uh, is, what it, is it's the, not going to happen. What's the origin story here, Steve? What is the superhero origin story of Steve Swanson, Captain Bean Bunny fan? You know what? It, well, obviously, The Tale of the Bunny Picnic came out on HBO. It was a, just a, a straight-to-TV special that Jim produced, and... It was all new characters, but I remember as a little kid, I watched this over and over and over again the summer that it came no, out. No, you weren't a little I, kid, because I know when you were born. You were, what, right, well, seven? Well, how old was I, JD? You would have been approximately seven. Well, that's a little kid. No. That's first grade. No. No, that's when you leave Playhouse Disney behind and go on to Disney Channel. That's the transition. Well, period. we're not talking about Muppet Babies right now. That's a that's a separate show altogether. I was just listening back to our initial comments about that the other day with the whole uh, oh bloody oh blada. It still makes me laugh. <laughs> Any case, moving on for now. Let's get to uh, people who quite didn't hear the that podcast blowout. are going to have no idea what you were just talking about. No, because. If anyone is listening to this, they ought to be subscribed to the Muppet Hub production podcasts in iTunes or whatever podcast app they happen to be listening to. And if they are, they can go back and listen to, unfortunately, just about everything you and I have ever recorded together. So that includes that little piece of magic and uh, just about, like I said, everything else. You, you can even listen back to all of our reviews from the ABC Muppets show with our Let's Talk Muppets production, which, uh, boy, I missed that in some ways, but... In any case... It's all right. Soon we're going to start Let's Talk Muppet Babies, and I'm going to make you watch every single episode of the new Muppet Babies. You think that. You think that. (laughs) In any case, Ink Spots versus the Doozers, biggest blowout of the match. Doozers takes it uh, very, very easily over the Ink Spots, and I didn't see any problem with that from the get-go. I can't believe this. How can you not believe this? What's wrong with you people? You're honestly surprised about this. The yes, I'm I'm surprised that it was this tough. I thought that the Doozers had a good chance of taking this. It's just, I didn't think it would be this. I mean, by gosh, what's wrong with you people? You fans have a responsibility to recognize that some characters are designed in a way that's really interesting and weird and funny, and act in a way that's really interesting and weird and funny, and other characters are the freaking Doozers. All they do is knit and build. See, one day, JD, you and I are going to do the series on Let's Talk Doozers, where we watch every single episode of the Doozers from the Jim Henson Company and comment on it. And then you'll understand. Awesome! Then you'll know. But until then, let's uh, let's push forward here and continue on to uh, back to the minor leagues at the bottom part of the bracket. Sherlock Holmes. Nope. Sherlock Hemlock versus the <laughs> two-headed monster. Sherlock. 
Oh, poor Sherlock just has to go off into the sunset. Boy, I, I really love Sherlock Hemlock. Maybe I, but I'm not going to berate Muppet fans for not voting the way I wanted to vote, JD. Eventually you will. But not yet. There will be, there will be some matchups there will at come some a day, point but in that this day tournament that will push you today. past that line. And then you will start berating. All right. It, it happens to all of us. It's in every one of us <laughs> to be bad. God, that's a good one. It really is. And I think we were both surprised by Sherlock Hemlock because we both predicted him. Yeah. And I, I really thought that it was going to be a back and forth, back and forth. But nope, two-headed just... It was yeah. theirs. It was their turn. Yeah. I, I really wanted Sherlock, but oh well. And they're strong characters, for what it's worth. The two-headed monster has always played very well in this because, I mean, it's Richard and Jerry. Right, right. I mean, it's it's hard to beat that, honestly. But All right, uh, moving ahead to Abby versus Red. And in probably the second biggest blowout of the round, Red took it over Abby very, very easily. So Red Fraggle moves forward. I have nothing to say here. This is pretty... This was this one was pretty clear to me. Okay. So that means that now we have to move on to uh, the one that I'm, that I'm really, really disappointed about. Oh? The one that I really, really hoped would win out, at least for this round. Just give me round one on this guy. But, but fans couldn't do it. Couldn't pull the votes out. And poor, poor Don Music plays off on his little piano into the sunset. Bye, Don. It was fun. I told you so. What's wrong with Muppet fans, JD, that they can't get behind a character like Don? Never mind. Never mind. In this case, it was tough. It could have gone either way. But But it didn't. It really, really went Guy Smiley's way. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. That was going to happen. That was, that was going to, I mean... Again, they both have the luxury of being semi-obscure characters who are very nostalgic, very eccentric, very over-the-top, and they're both played by people whom we remember fondly from when they yes. were a little bit more alive. And a, so... A little bit Just more. a little bit. And so, it seems like with how similar they are and how they're both so fun and so funny and so lovable... You have to think about the few remaining factors that are going to be uh, that are going to separate them. That'll be determining factors, and the main one here is just Don Music eventually had to go away, and Guy Smiley got to stick around and influence more voters. And yeah. he, okay. Guy Smiley's been on the show more, so yeah. well now that's true. Guy Smiley does have a lot more screen time, a lot more miles logged than Don Music, and, and maybe just people re- remember him a little bit more clearly, a little bit more fondly for that. Like, I don't know. Think but, about this. How many sketches do you remember Don Music from? About six, if I'm really, really reaching into the confines of my memory. Like, that's but, way more than me. Like, at least from my childhood, I remember Don Music from Mary Had a Little Lamb. Well, yeah. that, that And that's the first one that I Or think. Mary Had a Bicycle, I should say. My, and Mary Had a Bicycle, yeah. Years later, I came across a few others. Just a few. Maybe mm-hmm. five or six. Um, with Guy Smiley, I just feel like I saw him all the time before I yeah. was, before I was totally past the Sesame stage and yeah. before I got and into you, my you did. Sesame you did research see him stage. all the time. You did. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, I felt like Guy Smiley could do more. He's a more, he can adapt to a bunch of different scenarios. You put Don Music in a room and he has one thing that he does. He tries to write a song and then he smashes his head against the piano. You put Guy Sounds Smiley a lot like in a room. Me, actually. What? Sounds a lot like me, actually. True. You put Guy Smiley in a room 
and he will find some way to make it an exciting game show. And right. that's something that lends itself to a lot more different scenarios and sketches. Okay. Yeah, right on. Right on. Makes perfect sense. All right. Well, let's get to the one that uh, was not a surprise at all. Sal and Johnny. Johnny Fiamma and his faithful companion, Sal Manella, took it over Andy and Randy. And honestly, I mean, they had it coming. Andy was just weighing down that duo the whole time. I hope that this is a moment Andy takes to reflect. I hope Randy learns his lesson from this, quite honestly. It's just, it's time to drop Andy. They they need to consider this. Both of them How need to consider How many chances has this guy gotten? I know, I know. I mean, on the one hand, it's not his fault that they are brothers and that they are often cast together at the same time, that they, are, that they often have to share a bill. Um, that's, I don't know, maybe Kermit's fault. But at a certain point, if Randy doesn't want to have to deal with just the horridness that is Andy. He's going to have I to mean, draw a line. It's the worst. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's let's hope those two figure it out eventually, yeah. and we will move on to uh, another big victory for the Yip Yips, the Martians versus the Honkers. Honkers uh, honking their way away from this one. This is the one where I feel stupid because I was <laughs> I, I here I was banking a bit too much on just the exposure factor because Honkers are more visible in many respects than the Yip Yips. You were pretty convinced that Honkers were going to take this one, yeah. But then once what I realized is once I got down to the polls or once I got down to that poll, I mean, I just wanted to vote for the Yip Yips the whole time. Right, um, it just feels better. It just you, you just feel, feel better about voting for the Yip Yips because they're funnier, they're more fun. You do yes, and yes. I should have expected that more Muppet fans would have that same feeling. Well, that's okay. You know what? I should have expected. I should have expected Muppet fans to get behind Oscar and not the Count because yeah. I was dead wrong on that one. We were both wrong, like really wrong. It was shocking. It would be hard to be more wrong. You could be more wrong, but oh, yeah. we were we were really wrong on that one. It could have been a hundred zero. It could have. Luckily, you, what it didn't would it go take, Steve? What would it take for us to actually have a poll in the Muppet Madness tournament? It's that's a hundred zero. zero. Like I don't know, because I really, really feel like we could do, you know, Kermit the Frog versus Kermit the Frog versus measles. I think would be a one hundred to zero victory. Kermit... But that's about that's about what you'd have to do, I think, because. Everybody loves somebody. It's just a fact of life. And everybody loves some Muppet character out there. So it doesn't matter who we put in there. Someone is going to vote for that person at least once. And then that just throws everything off. That one that one voter, that guy, just ruins it for everybody. And then what are you going to do? You, you got to go measles. I mean, you listeners may not know this, but Steve and I have experimented with this before. We tried doing, you know, Kermit versus Joseph Stalin. And somehow, even though it was just our little experiment, so only Steve and I were voting, Joseph still got a vote. We can't explain that. It's just, it's it's weird. Yeah. Well, I mean, you never know who can get in and, and hack the polls, I suppose. But, you know. In any case, let's, uh, let's move forward to another. This was kind of a fun one to watch over the week because... I wasn't really sure. I, I, I honestly wasn't sure how it was going to go. Uh, but I am glad that Gonzo took it over Piggy. And Miss Piggy, once again, doesn't make it past round one. I actually found myself wanting to vote for Miss Piggy. I did a few times. Yeah. Just, just because I, 
I knew Gonza was going to win. I don't know if you do that too. Like you, you see someone who's winning like 60 to 40 or 70, 30 even like, mm-hmm. all right, I'll throw a vote the other guys. I way. do that all the time. I do that all yeah. the time. But in this case, it was really genuine. Like I almost wanted Miss Piggy to win. And really here's, well, here's what happened. When I first looked at it, my, at the poll, my initial response was I got to go Gonzo. But then I remembered that I actually find Miss Piggy funnier and a more uh, just a generally more interesting character. She's more yeah. my style than Gonzo. And I realized what was throwing me off was the picture of Miss Piggy, because the picture that you used is an Eric Jacobson Miss Piggy, um, which uh, nothing against Eric. He's done a great job with the character when the script writers, director, story, all that stuff has been favorable to well, has demonstrated some understanding of the way that Frank Oz describes the psyche of the character. Um, well, this picture is today's piggy. Right? Yeah, and today's it's, piggy... It's the modern pig. And today's piggy, not a lot of people like very much. But once I remembered the Muppet Show Miss Piggy, that's when I was like, oh my gosh, I love Miss Piggy. I gotta give her a vote. Yeah. And so, this is to say, Steve, this is all your fault. You should As have always, chosen yes. a better picture for Miss Piggy. <laughs> <laughs> and then it would have been, say, 52 Gonzo, 48 Piggy, which is more well, appropriate. Well, if, if I had a better source image to use, because I, I do all of this on Photoshop. I don't think that's any big secret. And, uh, you know, if there's a transparent picture that I can use without a background, um, it's easy to put those characters in. So, J.D., maybe just for once, if you would help me out and make a few transparent background pictures of Muppets, uh, that... that you might get what you want but, once in a while. But I, I have one, and I've put it oh. on the web. There is, I, oh, I, I, oh, I made do. one, a oh. transparent Muppet Show Miss Piggy. I can give it to you. Oh. But now it's well, too it's, late. it's too late now. Yeah. Now you tell me. Sure, sure. Yeah. But, <sighs> all right. We got we to do the big one now. The big one. This was the big one. This, I, m- maybe you knew that this was going to be such a close matchup. Yes, I did. But I sure didn't. I did. And this was the one to watch for everyone all week long. I was actually getting some texts from people going, "Are you insane putting these two characters? How am I going <laughs> to how am I going to pick one of these?" And yeah. people uh, almost couldn't. I mean, this is this was 50-50 several times throughout the round. Uh, the top character changed hands several times, but when midnight Eastern time struck at the last day of round one, Cookie Monster took it over Grover 52 to 48 percent. About and what I thought doesn't would get happen. much closer than that. About what I thought would happen. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, could, it could have been 50 50, and then we would have actually been looking at the exact number of IPs on the back then end. Then we would have to, yep, we, we do have ways of resolving that, but luckily we didn't have to resort to that this time. Yeah, that was close and i expected it to be pretty close i knew it was going to be a tough one because people love grover um i didn't know it would be quite that close that was a surprise so based on this i think it's very possible that grover's coming back for the resurrection round very likely even that very well could be it very well could be all right so in any case that's the uh that's the rundown from round one let's take a break and we'll come right back with round two
Hello, I'm Thomas. Hello, I'm Ethan. And we're Thomas and Ethan of Thomas and Ethan's Accents of Different Countries. If you need an accent that sounds like another country, we can provide that accent. We can sound like lots of different foreign people. Don't believe us? Here's an Italian. Oh, yeah, I'm an Italian. They can sound like lots of different foreign people. Just kidding, that wasn't an Italian, it was Ethan. Italians are one of the accents we like to do. It's really fun. Is it fun? Let's confirm that. Here's a Mexican. Oh, yeah, I'm a Mexican. It's really fun. We got you again, didn't we? Some of the other accents we like to do include Germans. Oh, yeah, I'm a German. The Irish. Oh, yeah, I'm the Irish. South Koreans. Oh, yeah, I'm South Korean. North Koreans. Oh, yeah, I'm North Korean. Middle Koreans. Wait a minute, Ethan. Are you sure that's a country? No, I meant to say Singapore. That's a little different. Yes, it is. Here's Sam Eagle. Hi, I'm Sam Eagle. That's a little different. From all of us here at Macy's, I'm Thomas. And I'm Ethan. And we're Thomas and Ethan of Thomas and Ethan's Accents of Different Countries. Visit our website at www.com. Coming this summer from Muppet Hub Incorporated, it's the Frank Oz GPS. Frank Oz performed some of the funniest characters in television history. Now, let him get you from here to there with his hilarious and upbeat style. You really shouldn't have turned left there. Why did you turn left? If you had done your research, you would have known you should turn right. You know, you, you really suck at this. You are a terrible driver. Frank Oz knows directing, and now he knows directions. Bring this famous Muppeteer and film director everywhere you go. So I played Miss Piggy for years, working with Jim and the Muppets. And she always came from a place of great pain for me. Really, most of my characters are born out of a painful place. Oh, by the way, turn here. No, turn. No, turn. Turn! What are you doing? This GPS can be yours for the low, low price of just $10. Or... For a limited time only, get special access to Frank's personal tour through New York City for $100. You know, the old Henson townhouse used to be right up here on this block. Gosh, we had so many. Oh, you missed your turn, by the way. We had so many laughs there. It's the voice of Frank Oz. Don't ever ask me to do the voice. As you've never heard him before. In your car. Also available for Apple and Google Maps. Not really. And we're back. Welcome back to it. Round two of the Muppet Madness Tournament, the Muppet Madness podcast at MuppetTournament.com, a production of MuppetHub.com, where the Muppetational comes together. Yes, it is. And also, Steve. Yeah! All right. You let's know, take I've, a look noticed, at the- I've, I've noticed I'm actually not doing a Kermit yay. I'm doing more of a Frank Oz yay. I was going to say, it's, it's not a Kermit at all. It's it, not it's Kermit. Really, it's unique to J.D. Hansel, um, unfortunately. So... Let's uh, let's let's take a look at what we got going here. This is going to be an interesting round. Um, you could almost well, depending on who wins round two, round three could be very very interesting. But but here we are focusing on round two. So let's take a look at the winners from uh, Robin and Emmett, which is well Robin versus Sir Didymus. So uh, Robin versus Didymus. I think this is pretty easy. I think this is not much of a contest. I think Robin the Frog takes this over Sir Didymus any day of the week. I think this is much of a contest, but I'm going to still go with Robin over Didymus. Okay. All right. Well, we actually have only half the matchups this time, so this shouldn't take very long. Uh, let's keep in the minor leagues here. Let's look at the winner of Matt versus Junior Gorg. So we have Matt versus Wilkins and Wonkins. I'm a little torn on this one because... Personally, I would like to see Wilkins and Wonkins win this one. 
I don't think they're going to win. I think Uncle Matt is probably going to take this. I'm, yeah, you took all of the words right out of my mouth. Like, that's exactly where I am. I will probably vote a lot for Wilkins and Wilkins, but I will also probably give a few votes to Matt, and most people will probably give more votes to Uncle Matt. I think it's his time. I will be voting for Wilkins and Wilkins, but my prediction is Matt wins this one. Well, why would you do that? Because I can. See, that's what I should have said when you asked me the same question last time. Except Uh I feel like I can't get away with that crap with you. You know I'm a pushover. (laughs) And I know you're a bully. And Uh, that determines our responses to each other's questions, even when they're the same question. Well, that's that's true. That's true. All right. Uh, And then the upper tier of the left side of the game board, Rolf versus Gobo. And... uh, Gosh, I just don't know. It could Gee, it could be I anyone. I wonder who's going to win this one. I wonder which piano playing dog is going to take this one. Uh, uh, it's not the one from Dog City. I'll tell you that. No, no. Uh, Hong Kong Fooey? Does he play the piano? I don't. I bet he does. I bet he does. I bet he Hong plays Kong it Fooey badly. Wins this one. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the next one is uh, let's see, Grape Ape versus the Laugh Olympics. No, it's Scooter. <laughs> It's Scooter versus Kermit, and uh, this is a match that I think we've seen in various places in past tournaments. I can't uh, verify that because I don't have all the numbers in front of me, but, but but I think we've seen Scooter versus Kermit in one form or another before. But Would you like me like, to check? Because it could take me a while to check. Nah, no, nah, that's research. Let's not even worry about that. I'm okay. just going to say Kermit takes this one over Scooter. Okay. <laughs> Are you with me on that? I'm gonna. I'll be with you on that one. Let's do Kermit. Okay. Have we All disagreed right. yet? No. Whoa. I don't think we have. Whoa. Yeah. Well, this gets a little bit easier now because now we're seeing who's popular and who's popular in various uh, degrees. So, well, yeah. Um, you you structured the bracket a little bit strange here. Like I was expecting you to pair off. The characters you had in the middle, who were all the popular ones, who you'd grouped together before. No, 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 no. Well, that that comes in round three. So we have to, you have to earn your way to that one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, back in the minor leagues for the right hand side of the board, the winners of. Uh, okay, so a little back, a little bit of backstory here. I'm actually looking at my bracket uh, to try to uh, do this little part of it, and I picked wrong. So. I'm kind of going off the seat of my pants here, but it's Snuffy versus Bear, right? That is correct. And uh, because I I think I've learned my lesson, I think Snuffy wins this one. I'm not sure you did learn your lesson, oh. actually, Steve, because uh, you should also learn that Baby Bear is a really strong character. That was the other lesson. So I'm torn here. We've got two really, really great full-body Muppets... Mm-hmm. Who are hairy and brown, and but one of them is is bipedal, and the other one is not. Yes, one of them has a nose that is sometimes blue and sometimes not. One of them has a nose that has an arm inside of it. Mm-hmm. So it's <laughs> somewhat strange image if you're yes. imagining an arm inside of a human nose. But that is beside the point. It is beside the point. So what is my point? I don't know. I can't decide between these characters. This is really hard. 
This is really, really hard, Steve. And no, well, wait, well, in, in we round... don't have the rights for the Jeopardy song, so you're just going to have to pick one here. In round three, Steve, it's it's still the big characters against far smaller characters. It Things don't start to make any sense again until round four. What did you do with this bracket? No, well, this is... I. Hey, hold on a minute. I'm not the one who came up with these characters and these matches. You did all that. I just put the tournament together. This is your doing. No, I made the individual pairs, the individual matches. I was going to order them in a way that made sense, and then you ordered them in a way that doesn't make sense. Oh, yeah, you're right. That was me. Never yes, mind. it was. However, Anyways, I'm just stalling because pick- I can't decide between Bear and Snuffy. You know what? This is going to be the first time where you and I disagree, and I'm going to say... Nope, no, I'm not. I'm sticking with you. Snuffy, it's the safe vote. It's the safe option. Bear it's, it's, is probably going to take the it. The smart but gonna, money is on Snuffy. I'm going to predict Snuffy. Yep, smart money's on Snuffy. All right. Uh, Bean Bunny versus the Doozers. Bean. You you think Bean Bunny's going to take this. You honestly believe that. What are you expecting to happen here? You were all, I, you every tournament, every tournament, you're always, oh, I hope Bean Bunny takes the tournament. I love <laughs> Bean Bunny. I'm Steve Swanson. Oh, blah, dee, blah, da. I love Bean Bunny. <laughs> and, and every time you end up wrong because you're the only one who cares. Um, this time, you weirdly are saying, you know what? Nah. The Doozers, you know, the least interesting of the species of Fraggle Rock, they're going to take this over Bean. No. I am saying the Doozers, yes. Why? I mean, why? Because it's true. Because it's going to happen. That is the worst answer (laughs) to the question why. I am on the right side of history with this one. Doozers take it over Bean. Bean takes it over Doozers. Okay, that's the first one we disagree on. No, it isn't. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. And then, uh, let's see, Sam Eagle versus, oop, I almost said Statler and Waldorf, because that's who I picked. Sam Eagle versus Fozzie Bear. Ooh, this is tough. What do you think, This Steve? is tough. It, well, it's a clash of personalities. They're both Frank Oz characters. So, which character is more popular? Well, Fozzie Bear is a more mainline character. So, I think just because of that, I'm going to have to go, uh, no, I'm not going to do that. To heck with that. I'm going to say Sam Eagle. That's what I'm going to do. Sam. I'm sorry, Steve, but as much as I kind of want to agree with you on this one, history shows that Fozzie Bear is a very strong character, more strong than we usually think in this tournament. Um, Sam Eagle, not so much. Occasionally, he makes it to round two or three. Actually, in the past, yeah. In 2011, he made it to round two. In 2015, he made it to round three. I think those are the only records I have of him ever being in the tournament. So it's possible that he can make this. But when he's up against Fozzie Bear, who's had his time uh, in the final four coming for a while. Yeah, it's going to be Fozzie. It's going to be Fozzie. All right. Okay, you think so. I think so. So uh, next up, Ernie and Bert versus the Swedish chef. Chef, everything okay back there? You don't know what that's from. Any case, what is that Ernie from? It sounds vaguely it's familiar. It's from Muppet. It's from the Mothership. It's from Muppet Vision 3D, which I need to go back to Florida and see before they demolish it. That's not actually happening. Don't panic, people. But I wouldn't be surprised. Any case, I think between Ernie and Bert and the Chef, the uh, the dynamic duo have been far more dynamic than the Chef in the past. So my pick is Ernie and Bert over the Chef. I'll stick with you on this one, Steve. I'll say Ernie and Bird over the chef. I think it'll actually be maybe a little closer than you're thinking, Steve. Um, 
I think the chef's got a decent chance here, but I'm still going to, for safety's sake, say Ernie and Bert. Well, he has a decent chance. You're right. He does. I, but Ernie and Bert have just been a juggernaut in the past. So They have. They have. We'll uh, see. We'll see. We'll see. All right. Actually, you know, both of them are uh, Jim and Frank team-ups, so... Oh, that's true. Yeah. That's very true, yeah. A lot of Jim and a lot of Frank in mm-hmm. uh, in the characters that are still around here. Yeah. So. Uh, but a character that is not Jim or Frank, the two-headed monster versus Red Fraggle. Uh, this one, because they surprised me, I'm going to go with the two-headed monster on this one. I hate to be boring, but I'm going to go with the two-headed monster on this one. Yeah. Well, wait, you're going to go with the two-headed monster on this one? Yeah. Well, then I'm going to go Red Fraggle on this one, just to just to disagree with you. <laughs> All right, sure. Go Red Fraggle. Wait, you're going to okay. go Red Fraggle on this one? I'm, I'm going to go Red Fraggle on this one. On this one. Oh, man. Okay. No, I'm, well, I'm, I'm, I'll stay with Two-Headed Monster. I'll stay with Two-Headed okay. Monster. All right, so we'll see who picks up that one. Guy Smiley versus Johnny and Sal. Uh, I love Johnny and Sal. They're, they're my pick for that one. <laughs> you surprised me there. Well, I'm not going to pick the guy who beat out Don Music. I I, 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 that I is, was ready for you to go, I love Johnny and Sal, but I think I... No. And you're just like, I love Johnny and Sal, I'm going to pick that one. I, um, will, I, I will not vote against... That would be treasonous to vote for Guy Smiley at this point. For me, I'm just saying. And for, and for you too, for anyone else. Don't vote for Guy Smiley. I predict Guy Smiley. Vote for Guy Smiley. <laughs> All right, and then uh, the Yip Yips versus Gonzo. Not a contest. Gonzo has that one easily. I don't know. They're all aliens. So it's really a question of which well, alien race has the best a, technology. That was just a movie. Gonzo wasn't an it. G- Kermit and Piggy aren't really married because that was just a movie. And Gonzo's not really an alien because that was just a movie. <coughs> I know. I'm sorry to break it to you here in this public forum. But uh, the... the them is the facts, and it just is what it is. All right, I predict Gonzo's going to take this one over the Thank yips. you. Thank you. And uh, finally, I I mean, I, I don't know. I really wanted, I, I really thought the Count had this one last time. I was wrong. I was right about Cookie Monster, so I'm going to have to go with Cookie Monster on this one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If, I mean, if Oscar- Cookie Monster beat out Grover... Now I'm not sure who's going to stand in Cookie's way. Yeah, it's not clear to me that anyone can stand in Cookie's way at this point. I think Cookie takes this one over Oscar. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's so, tough uh, because Oscar just surprised us. He could surprise us again. You, you never know. You just never know. But, but uh, I'll, I'll go with Cookie. It's the safe option. All right. Well, normally we would go to another break at this point. However, as a special treat, I thought it might be fun to bring in a new guest for a little segment here. Introducing... An old friend of the show, Impression of Frog Fan 76. Hello, Impression of Frog Fan 76. How are you? Hello! I am doing very well, Stephen. How are you? I'm I'm doing great. It's it's so nice to have you back on the show. It's been a long, long time, hasn't it? Yes, it is I, Impression of Frog Fan 76, whom you all remember from my many, many appearances as the star of this podcast before in Twenty fifth, sixth, whenever. Right, whenever. So you had one of the top-rated hit vlog series on YouTube, and uh, and we haven't really heard too much from you recently. How have you been? What do you? What have you been up to? What have you been doing? Well, Stephen, I'm glad you asked. 
I have been far away in a distant land hosting my very own game show on a very popular television channel in Singapore. What? Yes. And the game show is... Guess that answer. The answer is Mildred Huxtetter, but guess it. Oh, well, that's that sounds like a lot of fun. Has, has it been, does it have, uh, are the ratings good? People like the show? Yes, Stephen. Everyone in Singapore loves it. Why would you ask that? I, I know, I know. I was just curious. I mean, I, okay, I, you, you probably get this all the time, but do, do you think that maybe we could do a little, just a, a miniature round of guess the answer, the answer is Mildred Huxtetter? Do you think we could do just a little bit of that on the show right here, right now? Absolutely! Oh, wow! That, For 10 that's bucks. so great! Uh, well, okay, fine. I'll PayPal you. If we can do this right now, I will PayPal you the, the $10. And uh, so, are, are you game for this? Can we do it? Are we good? Make it Venmo instead of PayPal and you have a deal. Oh, you kids today with Venmo. Okay, that's fine. Done. Done and done. All right, it's time to get this started with Guess That Answer. The answer is Mildred Huxtetter, but guess it anyway. Okay, first question. This Muppet was born in a small town in Tennessee and became the most famous and bestest Muppet. Which Muppet is it? A. Mildred Huxtetter. B. Talking Avocado. C. Kermit the Frog. Or D. Steve Swanson. Okay, hold on. Let me, let me think here. Um, it's Kermit the, if it's Kermit, then he was... No, because he's from Mississippi. Okay, all right. Um, and it's not Steve Swanson. Well, it could be. No, no, it's, prob- it's probably not Steve Swanson. Um, okay, I have a guess. I'm not sure about this. Is, is there a penalty for guessing wrong? You lose the whole game. Oh, gosh, okay. Well, I'm going to go ahead and guess anyways. Is it... Mildred Huxtetter? Correct, Steven! Yay! Lambaba, lambaba, lambaba! I caramba! Oh, I'm so excited! What do I win? Yes, you win! That dinging sound! Okay, well, that was fun. Um... Yes, it was. Uh, yes, it, w- it was a lot of fun. Impression of Frog Fan seventy six. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. It was Absolutely. a real pleasure to have you on. Now, can we find you? Are Are you online? Are you doing things besides the show in Singapore? Can people see anything that you're doing anymore? The government of Singapore isn't crazy about that idea. Oh, um, okay. Well, I, I kind of had my feeling about that. Okay, all right. Well, hey, it was it was so great to have you on here. Come back anytime. And uh, we'll see you again soon. I will come back when you release my album. Goodbye. All right, folks. There it was. Impression of Frog Fan 76. Hope you enjoyed that. Uh, wow, that was amazing. Always nice to have that guy yeah. uh, come by. So Why didn't he talk to me? I don't know. That's weird. You were, I know you were sitting right here. And I feel he just, like he, he always ignores me. Well, yeah. I, that He's... You got to watch that guy. Yeah. Anyway, um, hey, before we get too much farther into it, I know we're just about done with this episode, and thank you, everyone, for sticking around for it. I hope you've had a lot of fun. We sure have. I wanted to talk about, uh, well, so we're, 
we're moving through the tournament right now, and uh, everyone's playing along. I think we're all having a lot of fun with this, but we're all thinking about who's going to win this tournament this year. That, that's really what it's all about is, you know, who, who will be crowned the new Muppet Madness tournament champion? And JD, I think you probably have your own opinion of who that would be, right? Uh, Bean Bunny, yes. Right, okay. And, uh, and I have a different opinion, which is surprisingly not Bean Bunny. And I thought, instead of just um, waiting until the, the end of the tournament to say on the podcast, you know, who we thought, we were, who we thought was going to win all along, and, oh, look, that person won, or, or they didn't win, um, I thought, let's make this a little bit more interesting. And I want to I see if you're game for this, J.D. I will, tomorrow morning, write down on a piece of paper who I think is going to win this tournament, seal it in an envelope, and, and even that's not good enough. I'm going to seal it in an envelope and I'm going to mail it to you. And you're going to write down your pick and mail it to me. And we're not going to open these envelopes until we record the post-championship, the wrap-up show, and we'll see if each other was right. So we, can't, we won't be able to change our answers. It'll be really almost written in stone. But that, those characters will be our picks to win the whole thing. What do you say? You know... I feel bad right now because I'm in a situation in which if I don't make a joke about the envelope mix-up at that Oscar ceremony that was over <laughs> a year ago, then people are going to wonder why I didn't. But if I do, people are going to say, that was over a year ago, JD. How are you still on that? So there's no appropriate way to handle that. I'm just going to set that yeah. aside, and now I can finally address your question. Yes, Stephen, I would love to send you an envelope telling you why you're wrong. Okay. So that's going to happen now. And uh, with that, I think we have come to the end of this podcast. So thanks again, everyone, for Wait downloading minute, and Steve. sticking around. Steve, and... Steve, Steve. What? 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 We didn't, we didn't do the Muppet Madness historian bit in this episode. What, what are you talking about, J.D.? The Muppet Madness historian bit. Oh, right, right. The Muppet Madness. Yeah. So I've been waiting to, uh, I've been meaning to tell you this and, well... I guess now is the right time. Uh, unfortunately, the Muppet Madness historian and I have had a parting of ways. Wait, you, you fired the Muppet Madness historian? But he's he's such well, an important part of this production, and he was always so nice. Uh, well, okay, I I guess I could talk about this uh, here. I guess I could explain the situation, but I won't. Oh, screw you. Well, no, don't worry about it. I've got a replacement for him already. All right, it'll be fine. You'll really like the new guy. It'll be fine. You'll hear him at the... He's actually, he's ready to go. He's going to... His segment is going to be at the very beginning of next week's episode or, or the next round. Whenever the next podcast comes out, uh, he will be front and center at the beginning of the show with a, a whole new Muppet Madness Historian segment. You'll see. It'll be fine. Wow. Okay. If you're sure, that's what's best. Great. Glad you're on board with this. All right. So once again, thanks everyone for sticking around and uh, listening to us have some fun with these characters. Hope you're having a lot of fun with these characters. And you can go out to MuppetTournament.com right now and get ready to vote for round two. You can vote every four hours for these characters. Tell your friends, spread it around social media. This is going to be a lot of fun. This is a big round so we'll see what uh, what happens out of this one yeah 
Yeah. All right. So until <laughs> next time, I am Steve Swanson. You can find me at MuppetCast.com. And my email address, of course, is me, M-E, at MuppetCast.com. Follow the tournament on social media. Everywhere you look, it's at Muppets2018. I'm J.D. Hansel. I'm from MuppetHub.com. You can follow me at MuppetHub on Twitter, like the Facebook page at MuppetHub.com slash Facebook. And as always, visit Muppets.com for no reason. <laughs> that's good I'm keeping that in okay you do that alright well until next time everyone take care have fun and we'll uh, well we'll see you next time